Just after 9 o'clock, good morning. This is Bernie Radio 103.9 FM. And coming up at 9.30 is the Sunny Melindra Show. But the inspirational hour begins now with God and Our Dogs with Meg Greer. The following is sponsored by GodandOurDogs.com. And this is Bernie Radio. Discover a new perspective. God and Our Dogs. GodandOurDogs.com Welcome to God and Our Dogs with Meg Greer. Join us online at GodandOurDogs.com. Subscribe, share, and stay. Now here's your host, Meg Greer. Welcome to God and Our Dogs. This is Meg Greer, your host. Our vision on God and Our Dogs is discovering a new perspective and rely on God the way our dogs rely on us. How does it happen? The same way our other relationships grow. Spending time together, learning about one another, developing trust, and experiencing transformation. Dog stories told on the show leave us with a deeper understanding of Christ's love for us, our value to God through Christ, God's purpose for our lives, and belonging to his family. Our own dog stories even come to mind, revealing aha moments and help us see scripture in action with our dogs and God. Go to GodInOurDogs.com and sign up for insider news so you can catch all the updates. Click follow on the God and Our Dogs pages on social media. Subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast site and on YouTube. Thanks to our host, Tusculum Brewing Company on Bernie's historic Main Street. A great place to enjoy family food and Tusculum craft beer. Tusculum Brewing welcomes our dogs too. Our guest today is Jill Powell. Jill is the Canines for Christ San Antonio Chapter Director and National Director of Membership, plus the co-founder of Hope for Hounds. In her professional life, she is self-employed with Survival 401k. Best of all, her dog would introduce her as active and fun. Welcome back, Jill. It's so great to have you again. Thank you, Meg. It's so good to be back and spending time together. It is. And wow, so much has happened since you joined us on our very first season. And if our listeners want to learn about you and some of your other stories, they can listen to our show number 112. And also they can look at YouTube and see some wonderful interviews with you and your husband, Ross, about Canines for Christ and your service in Uvalde. So that is so much fun uh, that we've got so much good info about you. And today we're going to talk about something brand new. Yes, I can't wait. And that is Doc diving. How fun is that? One of your wonderful dogs, Rocco, is a dock diver, but I think you've been dock diving with your other dogs for a while, haven't you? Yes. So we started dock diving with our dog, Haley. We were doing agility at the time as well. And one of our really good friends was like, hey, let's go try dock diving. It's the new thing. So took Haley and she absolutely loved it. It was a beautiful jumper, a natural at it. And unfortunately, we had to retire her early because of some hip issues, Aww. joint issues. But she was the start of my love for dock dive. I got the dock diving bug, uh-huh. for the lack of a better word. So, so what is it about dock diving that you enjoy so much with your dogs? 
I think one, it's high action. So it's something that you get to do with them that there's still a science behind it and there's things that you can do to get your dog to go further. But just that high energy moment of connecting with your dog, getting them to run down a dock, chase after a toy, fly through the air and splash in the water. And just honestly, the people that are involved in dock diving, we've become friends with over time and just a great group of people that really just like to have fun, not only together but with their dogs and Mm -hmm. cheer each other on yeah before we talk about Rocco dock diving tell us a little bit how Rocco came into your life so Rocco uh, was a dog that we acquired through Hope for Hounds which you can like you said find out more about the work that we do um, through Hope for Hounds but he was supposed to just be a temporary foster in our home but from the moment that we pulled him out of that backyard that day to rescue him we knew there was something special about him and so even though we were trying not to keep him guess what Rocco is ours yeah so I have some guests call that a foster fail yes ma'am yeah yeah. Yes. He's a happened. special dog and he's here with us today. And oh, his ears perked up. I could, <laughs> I looked down at him. So he may join in. We just never know. But he is such an awesome dog. So how did you introduce him to dock diving? So knowing that Haley was probably going to need to be retired because she had gone through two seasons of dock diving and was slowing down and after consultation with our vet and those kind of things we knew that we were going to need to retire her early and at that point Rocco had shown up on the scene um, and we know that labs love water so Uh I was like hey let's just take him to the dock let's see if he likes it okay that is an understatement (laughs) Rocco absolutely loves it. So we've been spoiled. Some dog, you have to introduce them to the water. You have to introduce them going down a ramp. You have to get them to jump off a ramp, get on the dock, jump off the dock. Rocco threw a tennis ball off the dock. First time flew through the air. I'm like, this is amazing. Let's go. So Rocco knew what to do. We've just had to learn what to do to make him a better dock diving dog. In essence, in a way, he trained you. Yes. <laughs> or you learned how to train yourself, right. obviously, so that you could help him more. And, and be yeah. competitive. Yeah, that's really neat. Tell us how it works. Like, how do you even measure how far the dog goes? What do you throw? How long does a competition take? Tell us a little bit about the actual event. Okay, so there's a pretty significant dock that you can line your dog up on. So for example, for Rocco's stride length, we used to line them up at 24 feet on the dock. So they have a measurement. But now we've, in this last season, we've backed him up to 28 feet Ah. through a recommendation by our trainer so that he can gain more speed as he thunders down the dock to leave the end of the dock and then track the toy Uh out over the water. So you've got the dock part of it. Mm -hmm. You also want to make sure that in that stride length that they're leaving the end of the dock. A lot of dogs will keep, they'll leave the dock two and three feet from the edge of the dock, which you're losing space over the water. So you want to make sure you have stride length and that you hold the toy long enough so that when they launch off the end of the dock, they're not leaving anything on the dock, if that makes sense. Then you're also going to want your dog to be able to track a toy. So they're usually called bumpers in the dock diving world. And we've changed up Rocco's bumper this year too to build that drive for him to want to catch this toy and this toy only comes out at the dock this is not something he gets to carry around at home or have any other 
interaction with until he's on the dock. Mm -hmm. So he knows that toy comes out, let's go. So you're wanting them to drive after that toy over the dock. And in competition, they measure where the dog's, the base of his tail lands in the water. Oh, okay. So there's probably a little bit of, I wouldn't call it a science, but a technique to get the dog to land more advantageously. And you're going to want the dog to jump. You don't want a flat jump. So you also have to learn how to throw the bumper correctly. So one, when to throw the bumper and release it so that the dog drives up and out over the water because Uh if you throw the bumper flat the dog's going to jump flat which is less distance so you as a handler you even have to learn how to throw the bumper with an arc I see. And you bring up Handler. I've In pictures I've seen of you on social media, you and your husband, Ross, are both on the dock with Rocco, it looks like to me. How does that work? So you can have two people on the dock. Normally, you're going to have a handler. That's the person throwing the bumper. And you can have a holder. So sometimes we rotate or switch those roles out. But a holder is basically holding the dog back at that 28 feet, for example, for Rocco. And you're revving him up. So we're like, hey, let's go, let's go. Um, Pulling back on him because dogs have this reflex. If you pull back on them, they're going to push against you, which makes them explode with power Uh down down the dock. Some people just have their dog sit at the end of the dock and they have a nice sit stay and and they throw the ball, which Rocco can do. It makes me a little bit more nervous because I don't want him to break that stay. So I like having the holder so you can really get everybody's revved up and let's go explode off the end of the dock and Uh see what happens. Yeah. I think that would be more advantageous than having a dog just sitting. (laughs) This is a competition. There needs to be a little bit of Fired Up Friday, as we would say on Bernie Radio. Yes, in dock diving um, competitions, there's a lot of yelling. It's actually quite entertaining at times. Yeah. Do you have a band? (laughs) We do have the doggone duo, but... And you could catch them on Facebook. Yeah. But people have, for Rocco, we say, ready, and then go. And he doesn't get released. He knows go is his word. But the holder, whoever it is at the moment, we do not let him go until he breaks free from uh-huh, us uh-huh. and takes off. Oh, wow. So that there's a whole cool. chant or mantra to this yeah. whole thing, honestly. <laughs> so it's his own music. Yes. Yeah. Oh, isn't that fun? It's really interesting that you brought out that he was a natural, but some dogs, you have to teach them how to jump off the end of the dock. I can see a lot of spiritual connotations to that. Sometimes it's hard to just step out in faith, but other times it's easy. What do you, how did we deal with that in our everyday life with God, do you think? We have a puppy right now that we would like to have be a dock diver. He's having to learn to trust us. And so that we have what's best for him and that he can trust us and have faith in him. So I think from the God perspective, we need to be in relationship with God and trust him mm-hmm. even in those times where it's going to be really hard to step out of the boat right or jump right. off the dock right but because we've spent um, time with him we can trust him and have the faith that wherever he's asking us to jump into or get out of that he is going to be there and has our best interest yeah I in can mind that is such a neat analogy So I know there's much more that we can talk about in relationship with God, our dogs, and dock diving. But before we do that, I want to tell you and our listeners about one of our wonderful sponsors, Kendall County Abstract. 
Kendall County Abstract has been our family's title company for more than 60 years. Whether a simple or complex transaction, Kendall County Abstract provided our family and our businesses the best service in both real estate closing and title insurance. Kendall County Abstract will do the same for you. When you need a title company, Ashley and the Kendall County Abstract team are there to serve. Call 830-816-2131 or visit online at kcac.net. God and Our Dogs has great sponsors. Please thank them when you see them. Branscombe Law, the Rivers team with Phyllis Browning, Kendall County Abstract, Tusculum Brewing. Because of them, we have a wonderful website, GodandOurDogs.com, including my blog and the sign-up for a weekly Thought to Ponder with stories based on my dogs on the Want to Treat page. You can also listen to those Thoughts to Ponder Thursday mornings at 745 and 845 on Bernie Radio 103.9 FM or the Bernie Radio app. Check out the show webpage for our newsletter, updates and resources that's godinourdogs.com for lots of treats discover a new perspective god and our dogs this is stan leach and you're listening to god and our dogs with meg greer we are back on god and our dogs this is meg greer your host joining us today is jill powell jill is with canines for christ Hope for Hounds, and Professionally Self-Employed with Survival 401k. Before the break, we learned about her special dog, Rocco, and the sport of dock diving. Welcome, Jill. Yes. Before the show, and you just mentioned it a minute ago, before the break, you have another dog that you're interested in in experiencing dock diving, too. Tell us about Riley and how that's going. Riley, again, is another rescue through Hope for Hounds. Lots of foster fails, if you could see the pattern. So we're going to stop fostering, (laughs) but... I bet that's not true. I know. So Riley, he's very sweet, but he's still trying to figure out if he even likes water. But a lot of our dock diving friends are like, don't give up. Like, my dog... My dog didn't really like the water either, um, but look, we're competing now. So we're spending just a lot of time with him, with our other dogs in kind of shallow water so he can get used to just getting into the water on his own, plus taking him to the dock so he's around the dock all the time, and then working with him getting in the water and swimming. This is new for us because both Haley and Rocco honestly just did it. And now Riley's like, nope, we're going to have to start from step one. Uh-huh. I'm pretty excited to see where all of that, that lands. But yeah. yeah, we'll see. We'll see. It's teaching us patience. That's true. And that's important. <laughs> that's a fruit of the spirit. God's going to give us things that we can learn patience with. That's right. That's for sure. And I think the trust piece that he's needing to trust that what we're asking him to do is okay and not scary and uh-huh. fun. So we'll see what happens. And it's two things come to mind. One of them is comparison. And how as humans, we compare ourselves to other people so much. Mm -hmm. And what an advantage it is, probably, we we can't get inside a dog's mind, but probably there's not so much comparison going on between 
Riley and Rocco. They're just dog friends. They're not saying, I'm better at dock diving than you are or feeling jealous. And I think Rocco is teaching Riley to be comfortable at the dock because dogs do learn from each other uh-huh. and that pack mentality. That's why we have them at the dock a lot together uh, because I believe that Rocco's learning, hey, Riley, this is a cool place to be. And so I, I think we can learn a lot from that, that we can walk with one another, not compare mm-hmm. each other to I'm here and you're there. But how can we walk alongside each other and impart wisdom and that everything's going to be okay, right? Yeah. That God has us at different places in our journey, but he's called us to, to be with one another. That whole idea of community is really important in that case, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the other thing that you talk about too, and we talked about it when, about jump, jumping off the end of the dock before the break, and that is faith. Um, not everybody has an equal measure of faith at the beginning. Um, and sometimes people feel more comfortable uh, starting out their walk in faith, so to mm-hmm. speak. In the shallow at, end. In the shallow end, before yep. they get in the deep end. Right. Sometimes God puts us in the deep end We're not when we're like, oh my gosh, I don't know if I'm ready yet. Right. And God says, don't worry, I'm going with you. Amen. Yeah. So that'll be interesting to see how Riley does. I have to keep you posted. Yeah. Keep you updated. We've been talking about fun and athleticism with dock diving dogs, but Rocco has another side of his life, doesn't he, with Canines for Christ. Tell us about that. Yes, he does. So um, he's also a therapy dog with Canines for Christ. And that originally, when we pulled him out of that backyard, honestly, both Ross and I were like, there's something about this dog and immediately thought therapy dog, canines for Christ. And he has proven to do that. He's maturing in his therapy dog uh, characteristics as he gets older and as we learn more about each other and what makes him more focused on the people that he's serving Mm -hmm. and just really neat to watch. It's like a a born-again Christian. They get so excited, and they're ready to do this, and and then just how God works in their life to to bring refinement, but to not lose that joy uh-huh. in being a new creation, but refining and maturing us into Christians. I think a lot of the scripture where when when we're new Christians, we can only take milk, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Baby Christians. But then as we mature, he wants us to have that solid food and I can see that in in Rocco's as we we work together in that I can see that how that develops in Rocco a lot the same as it develops with us as people experience means a lot which he has more and more experience in different situations I would imagine with different kinds of people Mm-hmm. Right. And but he doesn't have the opportunity that we do to study. Sure, he can study in a way, I guess you could say, by observation. But we can read God's word. Right. And study what he has to say. And I think what we present Rocco. So when we go to therapy work, he, we physically put on a vest for that work. And so that is a clue, Uh right, for him or a way to say, hey, 
this is what we're going to do right now. This is how we're going to work together by putting the vest on and going and blessing people. Mm -hmm. But then when I bring out that bumper, it makes a switch. Right. Oh, we're going to go and we're going to do something different. I think God equips us with what he wants us to do, like you said, through his word and gives us those hints, those nuggets of wisdom to be able to do different things that he calls us to do. It really strikes me too how there's balance in Rocco's life between being a dock diver and being able to have that athletic release and being a therapy dog serving other people. And I think we take for granted sometimes burnout, Mm -hmm. that we think we have to be burned out in order to be effective. Mm -hmm. What do you think we can learn from Rocco about that? When dogs serve as therapy dogs, we don't really, I think, fully understand how empathetic they are and how much of their stress and anxiety that they absorb um, from us. And so I, I call it compassion fatigue. I think people can experience that as well. Right. But dogs can, I think, burn out as well from just um, absorbing people's emotions, um, especially when they're very intense over time. So I think what's been beautiful for Rocco is he can provide that comfort for people, but we've found an outlet for him and for ourselves to just go and play and rest and just be free. Because even in scripture, God he wants us to lead a balanced life. He doesn't want, there's a time to work. There's a time to play. Right. There's a season for all things. Uh-huh. And so I think that's really important to provide that, especially for him, because we do ask him to do a lot of different things. Yeah, you do. That's <laughs> true. But he's like a lot like we are. We're flexible. When Sometimes we have the bumper come out and we know <laughs> that it's time to work. Just I've heard the similar story with our police dogs, for example. They use the toy Mm -hmm. as a reward at the end, just like he gets to catch or fetch that bumper in the water, right? After he's done his job. And then he puts on the vest and serves. And there's a place for that, too. I love that reference to Ecclesiastes. That comes right to mind. But there are Mm -hmm. many more places in Scripture where we're instructed to be balanced people. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about Canines for Christ and how people can learn more about what you do. Sure. So Canines for Christ is international ministry, actually. Now we've grown into eight countries across the, the globe. But you can find out more um, by visiting our website at Canines. You spell that out, caninesforchrist.org. And so we're a therapy dog ministry. We really believe that God created dogs to help reach people for for him and so it's just an opportunity to go and share the comfort and unconditional love of a dog with a wet nose and wagging tail to people that may be hurting grieving it have a lot of anxiety stress those kind of things and we always pray that hopefully we can point them to Uh jesus as well yes course. And as I've learned more about Canines for Christ and seen various posts that people have, you serve in such interesting places that are sometimes unexpected, like in the emergency call center, 911 call centers. You serve 
the police departments and other emergency personnel. You read in classrooms. You do all kinds of things. Yeah, honestly, wherever someone wants a dog to show up, we'll, Canines for Christ will be there. Uh-huh. Traditionally, I think therapy dog organizations were asked to come to hospitals, hospice, assisted living. That was where all the therapy dog-like world started. But Canines for Christ, we will go to sporting events, we'll go to foster care events, we'll go to homeless shelters. Here locally, we're in uh, the court system, help with law enforcement, schools, all those things that you have already mentioned. But we're still active in Uvalde and uh-huh. our work there. And we have some Canines for Christ members there too. That's awesome. So that they can love on their community. Yeah. So it's just really cool to see God, again, us stepping out of our comfort zone, right? Stepping off that dock, uh-huh. like we just talked about, or jump out of the boat where God is leading us, we just follow. That's so awesome. Jill Powell with Canines for Christ and Hope for Hounds and Survival 401k. Thanks for being with us. Yes, thank you so much, Meg. Before we bring the show to a close, I'd like to leave with a thought to ponder. Yes, that's P-A-W-N-D-E-R. Today we heard about a competitive dog who knew it was time to work when he saw his reward. He has the self-control to perform his job before receiving his reward. I ponder, would I be more joyful and content if, it, if I focused on God's job for me while looking ahead to his reward for me, eternal life with him? Let me know what you think after pondering. Email stories at godandourdogs.com. This is Meg Greer, and you've been listening to God and Our Dogs. I appreciate all of you, and thank you for joining us. You can listen to the show again on our website or subscribe on your favorite podcast site. Subscribe to our YouTube channel and social media pages. Sign up for insider news on GodandOurDogs.com. Subscribing and following help the show spread the word about discovering a new perspective to rely on God the way our dogs rely on us. Discover a new perspective. God and our dogs. God and our dogs.com. Bernie Radio 103.9 FM. Now let's head over to the Patrick Heath Public Library with Miss Constance for children's story time. As the Patrick Heath Library is open today from 10 to 4, this is Bernie Radio.